revolution. Let's get it started. This is cliffcentral.com. It's Untapped Talents with me, Sia Sanguinifin. Thank you so much for having us on. It's going to be an amazing hour because I get to chat to cool people, right? That's how we always do it. So what you can expect for the next hour and a little bit, I'll be chatting to State Society a little later. They're a band and they feature like a mixture of musical influences and backgrounds ranging from blues to rock to pop rock and alternative. So they basically show that there are no limitations with their writing ability and style. And they're actually here to uh, play a song for us as well. It's called We are and i have to say i was jamming to it a little later not to a little earlier not to sound biased but i kind of enjoy it so that's why i have them on the show and starting us off i'll be chatting to someone from jittery citizens i was like okay so i've had like actors on the show i've had like dancers and i like thespians because they're all theatrical and dramatic and it'll give me the whole story so why not bring some of them on but they're uh an improv group and so i have uh claudine ullman Right? Uh, from Jittery Citizens who will be telling me more about what they do and all the interesting stuff that they have planned for Johannesburg as well. So if you want to get involved in the conversations as I conversate, I heard that wasn't a word. Is it converse or, uh, okay, converse, I've been told. As I converse with these awesome people right here on cliffcentral.com, if you do want to get involved, all you have to do is send us a message on our WeChat official account. Uh, it is Cliff Central. All you have to do is tap connect and message to show and then your message will pop up right in front of me. Or else you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com and at sia underscore sf. So let's get it started the right way. This is Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. One day I will get like fireworks and pyrotechnics to go with that. Anyway. I like it. <laughs> Thank that you. And nice. that, and that's why I like having you in studio, Claudine. How are you doing? I am so good. I'm so excited to be here. We, we can have a great time just complimenting each other. I think that's how it's going to happen. That is exactly how there it's going to happen. <laughs> Sending each other love and good energy. Claudine, you're the founder and managing director of the Jittery Citizens. Um, how do we even begin to encapsulate what Jittery Citizens does, first of all? Well, um, in a South African context, we don't really have, um, too much, uh, of a reference for uh-huh. what improv comedy is. Um, but I guess if you're listening and if you've watched TV, you'll know whose line is it anyway. Yes. And we do that. We do short form improv, but we've actually moved on to doing long form improvisation, which, um, I'll explain a little bit later. Yeah. But yeah, basically we're in the comedy industry and we are doing it all improvised, which means unscripted, unrehearsed, yeah. and we are wing it, and baby. That is, and with unscripted, unrehearsed, that's why you're on unradio. See what I did there? I see, see what, what you did. <laughs> it's so corny for a Friday morning. You improvised there. You now, improvised. let's do, I, I'm just trying to understand, do you have to be a comedian to be like an improv actor, or do you just have to be an actor who goes off the cuff? Uh, the truth is, is you don't have to be an actor or a comedian. Okay. I mean, we do a lot of work with corporates and, uh, the truth is, is all of us in everyday life improvise, right? Yeah. You, you don't, I mean, you've got a rough script over here. You kind of know what you're talking about. It's but not otherwise, word for word. Exactly. Yeah. It's not word for word. You're improvising. So, um, anybody can improvise, uh-huh. but it's a skill. 
you know, it depends on if you're going to be, I mean, do you have a talent for it? Are you going to be a good improviser? Yeah. Are you, do you have a natural comic timing? Uh, you know, that also comes into play. That's important. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, is anybody and everybody can improvise, but it's like learning the piano. I'm learning the piano now. Okay. As an adult and I'm still on middle C and I'm really cuck. Can you say cuck on the radio? Yes, well, you've already said it as well. Okay, <laughs> no, and you now can. I've said it twice. <laughs> now I've said it twice. But if I would practice it daily and, uh-huh. you know, make it part of my routine and learn how to be good at playing the piano, yeah. I'd probably get there. And the same thing is with improv. It's yeah. a skill and it's something And it's like a muscle learned. you must continuously Absolutely. exercise. Look at these muscles. Well, there we go, girl. There we go. You flex those buns. <laughs> <laughs> those guns, not the buns. You see, I can flex the buns as well. Well, you see, my improv skills are horrible then when I make sexual innuendos when I don't mean to. <laughs> but Freudian slip. It is like horrible. How do you know? You know, this is an interesting thing I always admire with comedians. How do you know that you have the confidence to be a comedian? To go like, okay, it's nice to like crack a little joke with my circle of friends. Now you're saying, ha ha he he, I can make a whole crowd laugh when I'm on stage. Well, um, I mean, my story is a little different in that I've always known that I've wanted to perform. Okay. So uh, I studied at Wits. Mm-hmm. And I uh, studied drama. And then uh, after varsity, I was like, I'm not ready to go out into the big wide world. <laughs> Instead, I want to go see what they're doing overseas. Okay. So I went to go live and work in London for two years. Is and that like the big uh, scene when it comes to comedy or No, not at all. Production? I, no. I, I mean, theater, absolutely. The West um, End. Yes, We've the all West heard of End, it. Yeah. exactly. Um, so I wanted, I was actually interested in physical theater in theater that used the body so mask work clowning is that like when you get a dancer who like moves around on stage next thing she says like oh no i was a flower being born kind of of because i never get that no i also couldn't get that but i was more interested in the clowning aspect which is um kind of like a tv version of clowning is mr bean so creating characters slapstick using the almost. body, very slapstick, okay. very physical. Um, so I was interested in that. So I went to go study at LISPA, which is the London International School of Performing Arts. And I went to go study at Helikos. Okay. And I was like, this is awesome. I love it. But. But. My visa ran out. Oh. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not ready to come home still. So with all the wonderful pounds I had made, I took my small fortune and I went to America and I went to Chicago to the second city and I was like, I'm going to try improv. Yeah. And is that when you met Armando Diaz? No, I met Armando when I went to go study in New York. (laughs) I just love the fact that he has a cool name like Armando Diaz. No, he has the best name in the world. And he's, if you speak to him, he is the most unassuming man in the world. He huh. doesn't speak like this at all. Oh, you see, no, that doesn't make him cool anymore. <laughs> I need an accent. I need a Sofia Vergara-esque accent. Well, he's got an American accent. Okay, that'll do, I guess. Yeah, so, he's- so he's like the... Improv guru, so to speak. Yes, uh-huh. yes. So after Second City, I went to 
New York. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, this is a few years later now. Are you still just I've going on like wing and faith and like, okay, let's see where this journey takes us? Uh, kind of. But then after New York, I had, uh, I mean, after Chicago, I'd come back and I'd started the Jittery Citizens, started my improv journey. Yeah. Then I went, um, last year, I went to New York to study under Armando, uh-huh. um, who is, uh, I mean, he's, he's got his own format that we perform at the market theater called, yeah. um, the Armando. Of course. Um, that is when you know you've made it, when you have anything named absolutely. after you. All I know is in the theater world is Stanislavski. Oh, yeah, the, Stanislavski. That's all I know. And, there's and I think it's an achievement that I <laughs> pronounced the name correctly this morning. <laughs> no, I think you need to go on some acting courses as well. You'd absolutely love it. But maybe not Stanislavski. That's a bit method. Yeah. A bit serious. Um, so, the Armando. The Armando. See, si, and the hand goes up when you say Armando. You have to say it like si, this. Si. <laughs> yeah, so we perform the Armando as well. Yeah. Um, which is long form. So everybody knows whose line is it anyway. Short form, theater, little games. The yeah. audience are very interactive. They're shouting things at us, um, giving us, uh, you know, suggestions of what we're going to perform. Uh, whereas Armando, uh-huh. we usually have a celebrity guest. So last month's guest was Luis Ogola. Ah. And we usually like to pick someone a little bit funny, so they're entertaining and awesome. Yeah. And they get a suggestion from the audience and they do a five minute monologue. And then we do a half an hour to 45 minute show inspired from their monologue. Shucks. Yes. So what goes into preparing? How can you even prepare for a show like that? Um, well, the truth is, is people think that, uh, improv is totally unrehearsed. It's uh-huh. not. Um, you know, we meet once a week on a Tuesday night and we go through all the games and we go through the formats and we work on, um, the major rules of, improv so yes ending accepting listening and responding um you know uh working as a team so i'm guessing like if someone is like in the middle of an improv dialogue you can't exactly say no i didn't do that absolutely (laughs) it doesn't work saying no doesn't work you have to say yes so for example if i come on stage and i go see ya here's a piece of cake you're not going to say to me, no, it's not a piece of cake. It's a gun. <laughs> Cause then the scene can't move anywhere. Yeah. Um, so we practice that. We practice the skills of saying yes, of listening and responding, creative brainstorming and working as a team. Yeah. And, uh, basically we go on the Sunday, the last Sunday of every month. Okay. And. We perform our little hearts out, but we have no idea before of what we're going to perform. Doesn't that, you know, I think in a situation like that, it's either it can really, really liberate you because you're like, okay, you're energized, let's go out and do it, or it can give you like anxiety. Do you know what? <laughs> it's so You don't know liberating. how it's going to turn out. Yeah. It's so, we have no idea. Um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, uh, what the comedian's going to say, what the suggestion's going to be. Uh-huh. So even if we do rehearse the format and... You know, the suggestion is never the same. Exactly. And what the comedian has to say is never the same. Um, so it's actually, I find it totally liberating and it is liberating to trust yourself. Yeah. It's liberating to say, I'm going to get up there on stage 
and I'm going to totally be confident, trust in my ability as a performer, yeah. and trust in the fact that people are going to find the funny in recognizing the realness of the performance. So as an audience member, basically, if you go and watch an improv show, you never know what to expect. You never know what to expect and it's always going to be different. So we have quite a strong following uh-huh. and, you know, they come to show after show after show because it's always different. Wow. Always funny, but always different. And I'm sure as well, the audience in- interaction, you feed off that. That's kind of essential, is it? Uh, it's so essential. I mean, uh, the audience, we don't call the audience up on stage unless it's something like a short form performance and usually for a corporate or with a client wants the, uh, you know, the actors to, uh, the audience to really get involved. Yeah. Um, otherwise with long form, we don't call you up on stage. We just want you to sh- shout <laughs> suggestions at us. And you get prizes if you shout at us. Oh, that's awesome. Exactly. So, <laughs> Winning. Now I'll go. <laughs> Hello. Jittery Citizens t-shirt in the bag. Um, so it really is fun. It's an interactive show. You tell us what we are going to perform. Uh-huh. Um, so it's really much people's theater and you going to laugh that we can guarantee. So I can already tell from this conversation that this is something you're passionate about and that you absolutely oh, how love. How can you tell? But <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I'm jumping out. Have you chair. had some of those like sort of cringe-worthy moments where you found yourself doing something and it didn't turn out, so the audience didn't laugh? Do you remember a moment like that? Um, the truth is, is you d- you often get those surprises in theater especially with like you have a live audience so it's yeah. interactive and um what doesn't work in improv that does work in stand up um because i've started stand up now and it's oh, yeah. a totally different ball game baby yeah yeah it's very hectic but what doesn't work in improv is playing the gag playing the gag what playing do you mean by the that gag. Yeah. so for example um this is something that happened in rehearsal. Um, the uh, audience gave an example, a suggestion of being artistic. And the comedian yeah. uh, did a whole monologue about being autistic instead of artistic. Okay. And like in stand-up, uh, you know, something like that would totally kill. Yeah. But in improv, it's more about finding the truth in relationships, finding the realness on stage, and that's what's funny. Oh my goodness, I'm so completely lost. Okay. (laughs) Rather than the game. You're getting very deep about this. That's why it means a lot, definitely. It does. So where did we make the shift from, okay, I do this improv thing and I find it kind of exhilarating, but let me try stand up now. Um, well, I actually, I've always been interested in dabbling in stand up, but I've always been a little pup scared about it. Yeah. Um, because now you aren't hiding but from exactly. a, in a character or you can't wear costumes. It's literally you. It's literally, well, I mean, improv is also literally, even though I'm playing characters, yeah. it's me because it's improvised. So there's no script. There's nothing like that. Oh, yeah, that. true. There's no safety. Exactly. Either way. So, um, with improv, I'm used to going out on stage, playing different characters, but it's coming from me. Uh-huh. Now, I have to write material first. Sucks. And also, I feel like the audience in 
improv is a lot more forgiving. They understand that they're coming to watch uh, an improv show oh, yeah. that's made up on the spot. They, uh, you know, more willing to laugh in a way. Yeah. Whereas I find with uh, stand-up, the it's expectation like, is really high. The expectation is so high, and I mean, uh, you know, I'm performing alongside. Uh, I did a Women's Day. The Women's Day show this last Sunday. Yeah. With, uh, Mel Jones, Angel Campy, Tumi Murake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm performing with the best of the best. The pressure is on. Yeah. And the audience members are like, we've paid 120 rand a ticket. You better kill. And it's, it's not like maybe you can dance on the side or maybe you can sing on. No, you are a you stand up babes. comedian and there's exactly. one expectation to make us laugh. Exactly. Wow. Um, but I'm kind of loving it. <laughs> and I did it because I wanted to stretch and grow my comedy muscles and, you know, do something really different. And it is really different. And I'm yeah. realizing that you can do both and be good at both and have fun at both. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of loving the mix of just doing all round comedy. So as someone who's always known that they wanted to be a performer, who were your influences growing up? Ooh, um, wow. I used to watch a lot of female sketch. Okay. So like the Tracy Ullman show. We are not related. I was about to say that. Like maybe it's the comedy gene. No, she's a Polish, a Polish Catholic, uh, ah. Polish Catholic descent and I'm Russian Jew. Okay. So there yeah, is so nothing related about North us. and South Pole. Exactly. <laughs> um, I used to watch Carol Burnett. Okay. Used to love that. Um, I think Saturday Night Live has totally. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. Tina Fey. Kristen Wiig. Um, but watching, uh, being in New York and going to gigs like Upright Citizens Brigade, uh-huh. um, and ASCAC performances, you sit outside on a Sunday for four hours on the side of the road and wow. you wait. But then you go inside and you get to watch the cast of Saturday Night Live basically performing live improv theater. So Amy huh. Poehler, Horatio Sands, Bobby Menigan. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And there's no way you can't be inspired by that. Like, But I think there's something about, you know, I, I look at Saturday Night Live as a show yeah. and it's been running for years now. There's something about that show that will never get old. The principle's the same. It's sketch comedy. It's all like very live. I do not ever think that that show will ever have a problem with ratings. It won't. It's and an institution. It, it, it's an institution. It's because people want to laugh at society, and uh-huh. that's what Saturday Night Live is doing. It uh, doing, uh, but they're making people laugh at society with celebrities. So yeah. it's like pop culture. It's new. It's fresh. Um, you know, the material is new and fresh, even though the format is. You know, yeah. possibly quite dated, but it works. It and works they do it in such clever, it. smart ways. I love exactly. like in everything that Saturday Night Live has done. I feel like a pervert saying this, but the yeah. most memorable moment for me was when a young Lindsay Lohan was now like growing up, you know, mm. maturing as a woman. So she had bigger boobs and there was this little scene of she was, it was like a Harry Potter scene. And yes, somehow there was I've a magnifying glass right in front of her cleavage, which is amplified. <laughs> I mean, you cannot get that anywhere. No, it's brilliant. I mean, I've read um Amy Poehler's uh 
biography. Uh huh. Something about a boss. Uh, it's called Yes Please. Yes, Tina Fey's is called um, Bossy Pants. Yes. Okay. Uh, so in Amy's biography, she speaks about um, having to write and having to perform, uh, which is such a great skill. And now mm-hmm. that I'm getting into stand up, and we actually starting jittery sketch. Um, you know, it's so wonderful to be able to write your own material, yeah. test it, see if it works with audiences. How do you test it? By doing performances. Okay. By doing so it's a like performance it might in fly and might like be exactly. That's yeah. that's why sketch. You go back and the same with stand up comedy. You have your set, you perform it. Awesome. That worked. That didn't. Cut it out. Yeah. You know, change, adapt. You've got to like Jerry. Um, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. I was thinking of Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. I was, I was also like, on that part. Like, like, definitely not Jerry Springer. Maybe not Springer. Not Springer. <laughs> uh, Jerry Seinfeld had the same <laughs> set for twenty years. I mean, it was different back then. There was no YouTube. There was no, um, you know, internet where uh-huh. everybody could get hold of your material. But he had the same set that he just kept on tweaking and reworking and making funnier and seeing what worked and didn't work and changing up. And, you know, so yeah. it's very different for me. Because Why do you think it still works after so many years? Um... Well, I think because his, I, I mean, his material is very, you know, he also is very pop culture. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not, uh, well, I mean, the, the sets I've seen of his online, he's not very, um, you know, his humor isn't as political, but political humor also works. But yeah. more, it's, you know, it's more about, he's, he's got a humor that's kind of sustainable. Uh-huh. You know, and his jokes are very sustainable. And something I, I have no idea. To, to me, Jerry Seinfeld does not get old. His delivery, yeah. his manner, it just does not get old. That's why people still well, love watching a, reruns exactly, of Seinfeld. Yeah, exactly. He's you know he's seasoned, and also what's really nice is um you know him and Larry David had total from Kirby Enthusiasm. Yes, uh-huh. yes, had total free reign. You know, to write what they wanted to write, which also makes a difference. Cause like, as I'm saying now, um, it's such a wonderful thing to be given. And this is what I have with improv, uh-huh. especially on stage is to be given creative freedom. Yeah. You know, to be able to trust myself and know that I'm going out on stage and it's going to work. It, it has so, to it, work. <laughs> but it does work. You've yeah. got a whole team supporting you. And, um, you know, you are making other people in the – the whole thing about improv is making other people in the team look good. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so it's really a place of total support and uh, total love for each other. And that works. It That's works awesome. in comedy. Yeah. So um, I'm really loving, I guess, the – Ability to have total freedom yeah. uh, without a script and then the total freedom of writing my own material and being able to – all my own sketches yeah. and being able to perform that as well. Listen, let's talk about some of the great stuff that Just Resistance is doing and has done. You guys recently went to Grahamstown. Yeah. How yeah. was that? Uh, that was awesome. Grahamstown is always awesome. And, um, I mean – Comedy sells, mm-hmm. improv comedy sells. So we really do well in Grahamstown. You know, we had 
sold out shows. Um, we also have, and I am totally punting and boasting. <laughs> we have Go ahead. South Africa's top performers in Jittery Citizens. I mean, let's name drop. Let's name let's drop, name baby. Drop. <laughs> uh, James Keynes, uh-huh. Bruce Little, awesome. and Poor Saitu too. Um, we have, uh, you know, Alex Radnitz. We have literally like top people in, uh, Tony Morkel, Tony Bentel. We have like top people That's in the awesome theater team. industry. Yeah. We totally, yeah, we really, I am so blessed. And, uh, you know, we've been working with, uh, Loiso Gola, Kahiso Ladiga, Dave Kabuka, Tumi Morake, um, you know. Who are all doing awesome things. I mean, Loiso writing for their own thing. the exactly. show in Australia. It's, yeah. yeah. They, they take David over. is now writing for, um, uh, Trevor. Trevor as well. Uh-huh. Dave is writing for Trevor, so he's leaving in like a week and a bit, um, which is really exciting. You know, I, I really am so grateful that I'm surrounded by these comedic geniuses yeah. because through osmosis and through being around them I'm learning so much and just you know being able to pursue my passion and having a team like this around you just says a lot about the production or who or what Jittery Citizens is because with great yeah. people like this you guys not to sound too biased you guys really do put on a good show yeah. so what can we expect from Jittery Citizens moving on now um, there are huge things coming up in our future in the awesome. pipeline, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> um, so we've started actually doing, um, a stand-up comedy, a jittery citizen stand-up comedy, uh, which, uh, we used to do at Union Bar on a Wednesday night. We're waiting for the new Union Bar in Santon to open uh-huh. before we do that again. Uh, we're starting jittery sketch. So you can expect, uh, we're going to start off with YouTube, a YouTube channel, but Fantastic. eventually we want to move to TV, baby. Content to nudge, nudge to Hello, all the right people. Yes. Please listen, media. <laughs> <laughs> Buy us out. Um, and uh, just more improv comedy, new styles, new formats, new theater. It's also so important. Uh, you know, South Africans in general don't have a great theater going culture, culture yeah. at all. You know, so... Um, our shows do do well, but it's the same sort of audiences who are coming to watch comedy. And what we are trying to do as improvisers is find our place yeah. in the South African comedy uh, industry because, you know, stand-up is huge. The stand-up comedians had to fight to get where they are, but they're yeah. there now. And now we are fighting our way to hustle to the same space as we're – uh, we just as known as stand-up comedy. But listen, if all of that isn't enough to get you into a theatre and I to watch Jittery Citizens, is. listen, Claudine <laughs> wears fantastic shoes, so that should bring yeah. Thank <laughs> you, you, babes. I, I call them yummy because they're multicolored and they're nice and glossy. I just want to bite into them. So Do that you know what they're called? Me. What they call dunks? I need Nike to be cool dunks. enough. N- dunks. And you know why I bought them? Why? There's a song by the <laughs> Click Click. That goes, and I was listening to them when I was in New York, and I was like, I have to get a pair of dunks. Okay. And it goes, 
Please will you step off from my dunks oh. and don't get dirt on yeah. my dunks. They oh. make me dizzy from the back to the front. I haven't took them off once and I've been wearing them for months. I'm in love with my white night dunks. Oh, what? Yeah. She can spit too, girl. So I am. Well, we actually do, do sing prov. We do oh, sing prov goodness. as well. So the audience will shout out a word like popcorn was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. And then we'll have to sing a whole song about... I love you, baby. I love you evening and morn. But I don't love you as much as popcorn. Oh, my goodness. You you see, all of this that liberates you is just giving me anxiety. The thought of just having to do that. Yeah, I cannot. And that's why kudos to you. Claudine, thank you so much for being here this morning. Thank you for having me. It's so much fun. Where can we get more information about you and Just Free Citizens? You can get more information about us on our website www.jutrycitizens.com uh-huh. com as in global yes. the world we are taking over baby <laughs> um, you can find us on Facebook uh, forward slash uh, Jittery Citizens Twitter at Jittery Citizens Instagram at Jittery Citizens awesome um, and otherwise you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Claudio K Kiddo no, you have to spell that. Uh, <laughs> no, you have Claudie, to spell that. C L A U D I O K K I D D O. There we go. Thank you so much for being here, hey? And like, people better get out in their masses to listen to all you of this. You better come to our show, uh, the last Sunday of the month. Okay. I'm giving you tickets. You're coming. All right. But I'm not going to be pulled on stage, right? Not at all. You're going to sit back, relax, and laugh. <laughs> now I'll definitely be coming. This is Untapped Talent. South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold. We are one.
on cliffcentral.com. I think it's safe to say that that's now officially one of my favorite songs. That is what that was We Are by um okay. Thank you. It's so nice that it was sort of playing twice. Uh we, you know what, yo, we can just have it like playing in the background all the time. That is We Are by State Society. And joining me now, the awesome guys who are actually behind that. Uh, I have Mike Pocock. Yes, that's see? correct. There we go. Who plays bass for State Society. And Justin Ray, who's guitar and keyboard. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in this morning. No, thank you for having us. What an awesome, awesome song. No, thanks. I'm always very particular with musicians. I don't know whether you enjoy comparisons but i have to say like 30 seconds to, wa- to mars is one of my favorite groups and it sounds very like it's it's an anthem mm. i feel like mm. it, it, it's a very big anthemic choruses yeah you know. listen like avengers or someone needs to get on this and make it a soundtrack to the movie hint hint nudge nudge to the right people yeah no i mean uh <laughs> i think any publishers out there who want to pitch it for any sync deals yes we're all for it eh? i can see like the fantastic four like Flying into the city and you have we are in the background. I want to, I would love it to be on like, I don't know, a super sport ad. That would be my favorite thing. Let's have like slow motion cameras and the guys are like in the locker room and they're getting out into the tunnel. Completely whore it out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We don't mind selling out. (laughs) As long as you find somehow the music is getting out there. Exactly. How did all these like different guys get together and form state citizens? Where did the journey start? State society. Just recently. We are citizens of the state society. That's, yes. it's actually a good slogan. We should, we should use that. And will Sia get 15% for that? Sia will get 10% for that. Okay. It's fine. 10 will be good enough. Okay. How did we get into the journey and form? So basically, uh, the band was started by Cliff and Pietri, who, uh, Cliff's our, our lead singer and guitarist and, uh, Pietri's the drummer. And they lived in the Val. So they just started this band. They went into studio, recorded an album. Uh-huh. The two of them, um, which is This Life, which is our debut album, which is on iTunes and all of that, all the leading digital retailers at the moment. And, um, basically then, then they needed a guitarist and then they got Mashant on board. Then they got a bassist on. A guy named Jono came on board and then, um, Jono left the band. That's when I came in on bass. And then recently we got Justin on board on guitar and keyboards. Now yeah. Justin, like the thing is, Justin's like the most experienced muso. Out of all of us, where have you played? <laughs> where have you played? I think you need to gloat a bit. Where, where haven't I played? <laughs> yeah, but which one was the big one? Oh, no, 2013. The, the, yeah, the biggest one was uh, FNB Stadium opening for Metallica. That was my favorite. Uh, oh my gig. goodness. Yeah. 65,000 people. Chanting yeah. along, Nothing singing along to the song. Oh, hello. There is Mike. <laughs> yeah, we just moved the mic closer. There we go. It, it must be a thrill unlike any other. I always just think I, my one wish is that I was cool enough to be like a rock star, to be on stage. Imagine just 65,000 people chanting along to your song. Yeah. Is that something you've always dreamed of? Yeah. I think anyone who uh, tells you otherwise is a damn liar. <laughs> <laughs> damn straight. You, you want to, you know, when you're 15 or 14 or whatever, picking up an instrument, Half the time you want to pick up chicks. <laughs> okay. And to just be in a cool band. Exactly. And, and 90% of the time you learn that that's not what it's about and you just <laughs> look at it and you go, that's, I don't know if I'm going to use the F word there, but <laughs> it's damn cool and I want to do it. And when it did happen, it was, what the hell is happening to my life? What's going on here? Shucks. And yeah, you know, the, the feeling of, Walking onto big stages like that and knowing that the people are interested in, they know you're coming on and they're excited to see you. And it's like literally grabbing a 
million volt cable yeah. and holding on for dear life and knowing you're going to come out of it at the end uh, in a very good place. And uh, yeah, playing Oppie Copy with these guys was no different. Well, <laughs> it, it was different, but it was, it was equally as exciting because yeah. Oppie Copy was uh, a, a long-term dream of mine to play. And no, I'm, I'm very happy with uh, where we are. <laughs> Listen, Mike, you know, at 14, 15, mm. did you already have your head set like this is something you want to do? As a musician? Yeah. No, not <laughs> at all. When I was 14, 15, I was, uh, I was a bit of a jock at school and, uh, I just played rugby. That's oh. all I did. Uh, see, so I would have hated you. I, I was a late, I was a late bloomer at school. No, then I realized that. Yeah, the, the the popular jocks at school normally end up being the losers out of school. So yeah, with I, the big beer belly and exactly. And, uh, yeah. So that's when I changed my my uh, my forte. Yeah. you know, which which went to which you know moved to music, and then uh, you know after that. So, so when yeah. did you actually get into like learning the bass? Actually, you know, I mean, me, it was I picked up a guitar when I was for the first time. I think when I was like sixteen or seventeen, and um. You know, I went about it, just just messed around on it. Realized I wasn't very good, oh. <laughs> so at, at guitar. So I just uh, decided then, cool, I'll I'll try bass because yeah. it's got got four strings. <laughs> you know, I, I I think it's one thing to be a musician and to be interested in music as a person because mm. you have your own influences and you have your own vision. How does that work when you now bring like four or five guys together and you're now like, okay, let's have one solid um, ambition or vision. How are we going to go about doing things? Well, I think the first thing is that you all have to be on the same page of what you want to achieve, uh-huh. you know, and you have to set realistic goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, a band coming in for the first, you know, in the first year mustn't expect to like, you know, headline every festival and all of that, you know, you got to a bus with your face on it. Exactly. I yeah. sort of think that's still cool as well. It would be awesome. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you have to have realistic expectations. You all have to be on the same wavelength. I mean, you don't all necessarily have to listen to the same type of music. I mean, I mean we all, five members in this band, we all listen to very different things, yeah, exactly. which I, which I think helps bringing the different influences in to create the state society sound that we have. So I think you all have to be on the same wavelength and you all have to have the same, same goal at the end of the day. And, you know, also just be realistic about it and also be, you know, I think a little bit more mature about it. We, we've all been, all of us have played in different bands before. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we've, we've kind of done the adolescent growing up part in other bands already. Yeah. So I think when we all came together, we, we're a little bit more mature in the approach to, to this, to this uh to this band um which i think helps at the end of the day with uh-huh. us so yeah i mean it's just make sure you're on the same way thing just try and be in a try be as original as possible as well you don't want to s- you know screw what what's popular out there at the moment i mean we don't throw banjos and ukuleles in our music and wear <laughs> scarves in summer and ride <laughs> and ride fixies <laughs> and all of that <laughs> the hipsters there's a place for hipsters. no 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 no. there is a place for hipsters and they can carry on doing what they do but yeah. we do what we do and the thing is i feel like our music has more longevity than what is out there at the moment yeah. i feel like someone will listen to us track like we are in 10 years and still think it's cool because it doesn't have a banjo in it. Exactly. It's not something that's like cool. It's not a dated thing. It's not something that's going to say, oh, this is 2014. Ah, now it's 2015. Move on to the next thing. You know, where's the, I mean, I, what I do for a living is I'm a full-time musician. I uh-huh. teach and I repair instruments and I just recently came across a banjo lele. So if anyone wants one. A banjo lele. Yeah. Is that a what ukulele the- and a banjo? Yes. 
oh, sorry, let's yeah. just have a moment for that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, know, okay. <laughs> exactly. So people who want to go onto those trends, it's dated. It's got a, it's got a very short uh, shelf life, whereas rock music and actually being a musician and going out and hitting the road and playing – there's so many bands that are still doing it overseas. I mean, Alter Bridge have done it uh, for the past uh, 10 or 11 years. They're a huge influence on, on my playing. But uh, that's the thing is that good music will always survive. Yeah, exactly. It, it goes through whatever trend there is, goes goes ups and downs and whatever. It, good music will always survive. Because, I mean, rock music at the moment, it is on a downer. We we mm. won't, I mean, it's a fact. It is on the downer, but like whatever sinks can't, will rise, will float to the top again. Why do you say downer? Is it like, it's, have we gone past those days of like Ozzy Osbourne being on stage yeah. and he bites the head off like a, a bat and like... You see, I, th- I think that... aren't as crazy as that anymore, sadly. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think that... <laughs> I blame yeah. it on the internet. No. <laughs> yes. Because the internet has caused... It, you can't shock people anymore because anything is out there for people to look at at now yeah. okay you know like i mean like they like i was i had to do for work i had to do a little research on the deep web and that is you don't want to go there oh yeah yeah it's it's, it's, it's not google stuff. it's not yahoo and it's accessible to anyone so i think that that you know but that means the thing is like we just have to rely on the music that that can st- that can stand the test of time and th- at the end of the day with this man that's what we want to write we want to write music that that like I said, in 10 years, 15 years, will still be something that people want to listen to. Exactly. You know, a song like We Are, the idea is of, of the song is that we're all living out our dream, which is the, one of the main lines in the song. Yeah. And for me, my biggest dream in life was to always play music and do it with people who I quote unquote like. You know, yeah. So I've done it with my best friends and some really cool guys as well and i'm just in a happy place and that's what's nice about music is that you know you're always setting goals for yourself trying to achieve them sometimes you win sometimes you don't and that's the same thing with the the overall music industry um i was watching an interview with um hell yeah's guitar player okay uh last night and he was talking about touring festivals like having a shelf life as well now overseas they've got festivals that's go from state to state or from country to country. And that's a really cool idea and something that South Africa doesn't do yet. Yeah. But uh, he's like on the opinion that it's on the way out. And this is a guy that's uh, playing with uh, Dimebag Daryl's uh, brother. You know, Dimebag unfortunately passed away in 2005. But, yeah. you know, there's so many different uh, aspects to the music business that it's, it's a never-ending labyrinth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what's the big problem per se? Do you think that not a lot of people are really passionate about music anymore? Are they just doing it for commercial success or so the money or the, you know, the sex, drugs and rock and roll lifestyle, but not like, <laughs> no, if, if you're doing there it, is no sex drugs anymore oh, because the drugs are too the expensive. Okay. <laughs> I swear the backstage part of a festival is the most boring place to be. <laughs> it is horrible. Don't, don't take away the, the idea I had of just having a backstage pass and you're like crowd surf. It Do is you at so least boring. crowd surf? If you're at the right show, if yes. If you're at the okay. right show, Thank yes. You. So yes. there's still yeah. some sort of fun. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Look, I mean, the fun the fun aspect is still there. I just think people are so spoiled for choice at the moment as yeah. well. There's so much music out there, and the, the most challenging part, I think, is when you need to create something that's going to stand above everyone else. Okay. Exactly. What sets you apart from 
Band A or from, band B. From you the know? next band. Yeah. But I think also in a different way, it's all about how you look at things. You can look at it and just yeah. be dismayed. Or you mm. can say, this is my chance to really step up and prove why everyone should know state society exactly. and that they do make exactly. music. Thanks. You see... Nice constructive chat about music. Very, very good constructive. Not very. <laughs> not all I of feel it's like, negative. I feel like I'm in a positive. workshop. <laughs> <laughs> we are helping people. Here. We are helping people. So let's here. talk about the process of creating this life, your debut album. Okay, yeah, that was. I mean, none of us were involved in it, but we've heard enough about it. The process. And from, from nobody. We haven't like split up. We haven't killed anyone. So no, 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 no. villain was a not great yet. artistic <laughs> process. No, no, no. It was. Um, I mean, like I said, Cliff, uh, Cliff. Cliff and Pietri basically wrote that album. Yeah, they were the main songwriters yeah. on that. And, and then uh, Mashant added a, a, a completely different uh, uh, texture to that. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Well, the thing is, like, like we just we, we want Cliff to keep on breaking up with girls because he writes great <laughs> so songs. So he's the Taylor Swift of the group. Yes. Pretty much, He'll yeah. write about heartbreak. And yes. Like, yeah. It got to but the it, point yeah. where we, uh, we even had to go a little bit of uh, lyric police on him. Cause, uh, would not stop saying beautiful. Please. He would not stop saying beautiful. We said to him, that, that word has been banned yeah. from any future songs. Yeah. So is he still the main guy? Cause I, I know you guys are still writing new material. Yes. Are we continuously writing new stuff? Yeah. Lyrically, yes, he is, but there has, there has been input from all of us as well. Musically, it's about getting an, I think Justin can add a little bit more here cause I'm just the bassist and, uh, um, <laughs> he can add a little bit more here. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they Basically, show me what note to play. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. It's, it's that one, that one, that one. <laughs> that one. It's number five and number seven. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, Justin will be able to, to share more on the, 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 the music writing process. Yeah. You guys are doing great things. You know, Beautiful Day has been playlisted and played around the country as well, mm. as long as dance as well. Yes. Um, so you're achieving great success. Are you happy with, you know, the steps so far in your very, progression? Very, very happy with it. I think this is, the right amount of time that's taken to get you and for the evolution i call it the evolution of a band that will have longevity um i mean like we, you know we, a lot of our inspirations in terms of careers come from local bands like a prime circle like a parlotones yeah. so i mean you know it took parlotones four albums to actually get recognized that's how long it actually took for them Sucks. to get. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's that, you know, you just got to carry on and put the hard work in and, you know, screw what other people are doing and what they think and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We just carry on doing what we believe is the right thing to do. And the, and we've noticed more and more people are attracted to it as well. Yeah. So what does the future look like for state society? Very Any busy. like collaborations very with busy. good people? Very, touring very as well. busy. Yeah. Um, I mean, luckily we've, we actually got a major sponsor on board, a brand we're very happy with, uh, K Star 7 Clothing, who, awesome. who, uh, actually give, who invested in us quite a bit to actually record our new album, which is coming out, we're hoping the end of September. Yeah, at least by September. So yeah. absolute worst case scenario, it's still going to be a good pr uh, Christmas present for people exactly <laughs> that's the so, silver lining yeah. so yeah. I mean they the K-Star 7 invested a lot in us and they got great clothes and everything sorry shame shameful promotion shameless promotion <laughs> shameless yeah. promotion but yeah. no but they really have helped us out a lot um 
financially and also just in the promotion wise of things. Then also, so the new album's coming. We got shows lined up, um, with some of our favorite local bands as well. Yeah. Um, over the next few weeks, especially in Joburg and Pretoria, we're going to go down to Bloom. We're planning Eastern Cape for December, you know, and do the whole holiday circuit, you call it, Fantastic, if you will. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's just continue. And then we've got music videos in the works as well. Yeah. I mean, yes. So we are. Already has a music video. Yes, yeah, you can watch product, that on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, when the music videos for "Love to Feel," we are dance and beautiful day, which are all on our own YouTube channel, so you can find it all there. And we also like to post different content as well, which we we make ourselves. Like we call them webisodes of like diary studio diary yeah. type of vibes. So yeah. So you guys are awesome guys doing awesome things. Thank you. Thank you. You're I'm awesome trying. too. Oh, you know what? That is why you guys are here. <laughs> ah, exactly. thanks. Just throwing around compliments all the time. So where can we... <laughs> oh, there we go. That's the flu catching the up. Black lung. Uh, <laughs> and sad and croaking dying. So where can people catch up with you to get more info on State Society? So, I mean, there's Facebook State Society. Just type it in. You'll, you'll find us there very, very easily. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is at State Society One, just the number one. Uh Instagram is State Society. We also have a SoundCloud account, State Society. And then on iTunes, you can find our first album, This Life, and then also our singles, Dance, We Are, and Beautiful Day, which will all be on the new album, but we've released them as singles in the lead up to the, to the new album. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much where we can find it. I mean, not just iTunes, you can find it on the Samsung store and Nokia music store. Yeah. Wherever your preferred supplier is. Fantastic your stuff. Preferred dealer. Well, preferred okay. dealer. Let's, let's not make it sound like a black market or underneath the carpets, gentlemen. <laughs> but thank you so much for stopping by, Mike, Justin. No, Foster, thank society. you, Sia. This has been awesome. No, thank you guys you. are awesome and all the best for the future. Can I give, I would like to give a shout out to yes. our publicist, Warren Gibson. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You rock, dude. Thank nice you. Sincere as well. There we yeah. go. He should be happy with that. Yes. Listen, you guys are the reason why I'll not be singing along the whole day. Like we are. <laughs> like a, Every yes. time I walk into the office, I'll picture it like in the background. As under you must picture. Stage. You must picture like an <laughs> eagle. <laughs> you must picture like well. slow mo with an eagle <laughs> landing on your shoulder so or said, a bolt of lightning coming. Essentially, <laughs> you're to blame for me looking like a dumbass. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for stopping by, gentlemen. Uh, thank you to Claudine from Jittery Citizens for making my morning as well, kicking the show off most importantly thank you for listening once again we do this every single friday from 9 till 10 a.m right here on cliffcentral.com catch up on all the shows on cliffcentral.com as well as you can re-listen to some of my old shows via podcast but other than that until next week 9 a.m uh right here on cliffcentral.com my name is sia and i'll see ya this is cliffcentral.com